0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Praise the Lords podcast. And welcome to the program, people. We are on episode 30. Yes, 30 of the Praise the Lords podcast. And this is a special episode. It is a fantasy football and football themed episode. And I have my friend here, LJ, who is my opponent in the fantasy championship
1: seven
0: seven over here yes so <laughs> lj and me are in a fantasy league together and we are playing each other in the championship i was the number one seed no you know i'm not trying to brag over here or anything but i was 10 and 4 had a first round by everything was looking good and then the tampa bay new orleans game happened and you, you know what happened in that Tampa Bay New Orleans game? Chris Godwin tore his ACL. Leonard Fournette hurt his hamstring.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh,
0: so tell us. So tell us about your team. How how did your fantasy journey begin this season?
1: So it all started with people mad at me. I actually, uh, somebody sent me a trade. They wanted to give me David Montgomery for the the Steelers. Uh, defense so i was like all right cool
0: it's the beginning of the season trade so you you don't know yeah. these things yet
1: yeah so it like, blew up people were mad um and then wasn't too good i started out one and four won a couple games here and there ended season seven to seven somehow made the championship <laughs> yeah it's
0: it's a miracle it's just the grace of the fantasy gods i think
1: yeah they were definitely on my side like i i played the the two top teams in my conference I played my cousin and my one friend uh, Matt, and it turned out Matt decided to sit Eckler. I mean, start Eckler this week. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, those damn COVID protocols kind of fucking up the fantasy season too.
1: Yeah, I don't think people are paying attention. A lot of people too, though, because like for example, with me, I was gonna, st- I wasn't gonna start Odell because Odell was supposed to be out this week. I think it was, or maybe it was last week.
0: And my, I think it was the week before.
1: Yeah, or one of those weeks. And then he came back, and then, like, I was like, I should have started him, and it, it turns into this whole thing. So, like, like you know, right now, even, like, with injuries and stuff, like, I have Waller starting in my league, or in our league, but he might not even play. So it's like a lot of people just forget to look.
0: Yeah, I mean, so going back to what we started with, yes, the I had the bye week. I lost Chris Godwin, and I lost Leonard Fournette, two of my – most important draft pieces, but I also my first pick this year was Derrick Henry, and I lost Derrick Henry, and I thought right then and there, ah shit, here we go. But then I rattled off a nice six-game winning streak to end the season, and then I thought I'm riding high, man. And then you know these injuries, I... so I'm gonna co- I'm gonna read my roster as it's constructed right now, and then I will read my roster from week one. Sounds good. Yes, so my roster right now consists of Josh Allen, Rex Burkhead, Duke Johnson, Debo, Christian Kirk, Zach Ertz, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Indy's defense, and Evan McPherson. That is not the team that I expected to go into a championship.
1: Yeah, I mean...
0: But here we are.
1: You got Burkhead, dude He's a legend Rex
0: Burkhead Shout out to Rex Burkhead He got me there Rex he's freaking Texas Burkhead
1: Texas his household name, man Rex fucking Burkhead
0: If it was not for him uh, Or Debo Shout out Debo he, He's carried me too
1: Dude, for the longest time I tried to get Debo from
0: you That's Yeah, never No, I knew I know I know when to keep a gem And Debo was a gem this year For anybody wow. who does listen to this D- and you agree, Debo Samuel was a gem for fantasy this season.
1: See, the thing with that, like, so one of like week one, I wanted. Oh no, I don't remember when it was, but I was like, no, I want Ayuk, and I think I traded for him week one or week two because I was like, Ayuk's gonna, Ayuk's gonna have a great season, and that was such a disappointment. And Debo's over here blowing up, like, dude.
0: Come draft night uh, in the later rounds, I'm like. Debo was good two years ago. I know he was hurt the year before, but I, I I expect big things.
1: Yeah, I mean, Debo did a lot more than I thought he would.
0: Now, your team, we're going to read your team here. So this is the Washington Oval Offense is LJ here, and my team is the Florida football team. So the Oval Offense has Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, Ronald Jones, uh, screw you for taking him, um, CeeDee Lamb, Odell, Zeke Elliott, Miami's D, Darren Waller, Foster Moreau, ah, uh, and yeah, and Chris Boswell. If you want to count that,
1: no, Chris Boswell sucks. dude.
0: <laughs> so that team made it, and on the the looks of it, seven and seven should not have been your record. I think, but you can, we can't control that with fantasy, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, I mean. If, if you were to tell me the team that I have right now is the team that's going to carry me to the the final game, I would have been like, absolutely not. I honestly thought my week one team was killer. And, like, that was the team. Yeah, that was I was crazy. looking
0: at it. You had Dalvin Cook. You had David Montgomery. You had Juju. <laughs> yeah, I,
1: had, I had Brown, um, AJ Brown, who, like, if he didn't get injured or, like, sick and, like, everything that was going on with him, like – it would have been, like, a great season. And just, oh, yeah.
0: Just, yeah, because yeah, look at the week he just came back, and he just killed it.
1: Yeah. But and then that's that's another thing. When he got back from that little injury stint and stuff, he had, like, two great weeks, two or three great weeks, and then it was all downhill from there. And I'm like, dude, like, come on.
0: How often do you find yourself screaming at your phone with Fantasy? Because I find myself screaming at my phone constantly every – Thursday, Sunday, Monday.
1: I was going to say all the time, especially last night, though, with you and Tim Diggs. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> so this
0: was the game that was going to get me into the championship. I had a 30-point lead heading into the Monday night game, and guy I'm playing, uh, my girlfriend's brother, he has Jalen Waddle going. And, yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm in the clear. If Waddle gets, like, 10, okay, whatever. At one point, Waddle has... 23. And that's when I sat back and I'm like, oh, shit. I got to really pay attention to this.
1: And me, all the way from Pensacola, I'm over here. I sent Tim a message Go, Tim, go. But I'm also texting you, like, come on, Ryan.
0: Yeah, like, you're, you're playing both sides. Like, what'd you want?
1: Like, I won't, I won't lie. Like I said, I kind of wanted to see Tim over here. And, like, just like Tim didn't start out as well either. Like, Tim had a horrible start to the season. And all of a sudden, Ended up seven and seven as well, and I kind of just wanted like like we were talking about earlier before we got on got on um, like just to see like two seven and seven teams. It it
0: would have been it would have definitely been interesting, but the selfishness of me would have been like number one seed, and this is how I'm going out. Come on,
1: yeah. But like I was saying too, I also wanted to face you. Kind of have a our season was a I won the first game. Texted you. I was like, see you week thirteen. Week thirteen, you came, you beat me, and then now. We're in the championship. It's like winner takes all kind of thing. Yeah, I kind of didn't want to face Tim in the championship because, like I said, you got Taylor, the running back for Indy, that is over here and like might put up fifty points if he felt like it that day. <laughs> so,
0: yeah. So I and I'm looking at my team where I'm going to go back to it again. So you have the edge on running back. Clearly have the edge on running back. Yeah, I have. I have to put in a bunch of claims because I lost Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Again, I keep losing and losing players and how I'm here is just a test to the fantasy gods. So thank you, fantasy gods.
1: Dude, it would it would suck. You put in a waiver, you get a good you get a good running back or like something, you know, and then all of a sudden game starts, breaks his ankle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this
0: these last three weeks or so have just kind of been bad fantasy wise, so I would not be shocked.
1: See, I go in like like um I got I might I've been starting the last two weeks I've started three running backs. I've played two at the position at running back of course, and then I've played one at Flex. And this this week I may I may actually go ahead and change that. I may actually have to. Oh, you're
0: telling me a strategy? Okay, okay, I see you.
1: I might, I might, I might put a wide receiver at flex.
0: Okay, okay. So I'm seeing your strategy.
1: Might have, might have to go in and see.
0: Look at us. We're opponents, and we're talking about strategy to each other. That's is that a competitive disadvantage? I, I kind of think so.
1: Uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. see.
0: I mean, shit. <sighs> Anything can happen. I mean, it's fantasy, dude. It's fantasy,
1: and right? like. With, with Burkhead, dude, no one expected close to 30 points. <laughs> when I
0: picked up Rex Burkhead, I was looking to just get 10 points.
1: Yeah.
0: And I got 20, I think it was like 28.9 or 29.8. I might be mixing the numbers up, but goddamn, two touchdowns, 149 yards. I will take it. Now, will you do that against the 49ers? Probably not. So I'm going to have to wish for that.
1: I think that's going to be Cook's game to take. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, because yeah, we'll see about that. But he's coming back. But you know what? I got my guy Debo, so I'm really pushing on Debo this week.
1: If they don't ever, if they need, if San Fran needs a running back ever, I think they need to put Debo.
0: Absolutely, if Debo can do it all this year.
1: If you can make, if you and can when make, I lost
0: Debo for those, oh, that's Debo was lost for two weeks too.
1: Yeah. I remember I texted you about it. Oh, I was, like, hey, I was
0: so fucking pissed, too.
1: Yeah, no, I, I know every time I text someone, like, if someone gets injured and I was trying to trade for them, like, dude, don't you wish you would have traded them? <laughs> yeah, just to rub
0: time. it in more. It's like, no, yeah. Yeah, I, like- I would I, I regret. So I didn't I made two trades this year. I don't trade in fantasy. There's something about me just not wanting to trade. Uh, Cause I just feel like I'll always regret it in the end. For some reason, I just always think I'll regret it.
1: I think my biggest regret trade wise was Gronkowski.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Besides besides Gronkowski, like he was injured for a while, so like he's probably he's gonna be out for a long time. I'm not even doing this. I I think think it was more of a
0: regret because of how he started. Like, yeah. What was like the first three weeks? He was great, and then he got hurt.
1: Then he came back and was putting up good numbers, and I'm just like, dude, this sucks. But like. I think the biggest one was I made that trade with Freddie. Yeah, I was like, I'll send you Aaron Jones for Dalvin Cook, or right, which, I'll send you in Dalvin fairness, Cook
0: on paper is not a bad trade because I mean,
1: yeah,
0: I mean Dalvin Cook is definitely the better running back, but Aaron Jones and that Aaron Rodgers led offense, it made sense in terms of like the production fantasy wise too.
1: It made sense until that same exact day that the trade went through right before the game and Aaron Jones gets injured. <laughs> I remember like, that. And I'm just sitting here like, no, dude. I just ruined my whole entire thing. And I remember getting a text from my cousin Angelo, who was like, "Who he was playing in our league as well. He's like, dude, you might have just ruined your playoff chances. Like, you just, you just screwed yourself. And I remember I was like flipping out. I was like, I need to do something. So I ended up making a trade with Kendall. I got Ezekiel that same day. And, like, it wasn't the best move. But I think I got Zeke and Gaskin. and.
0: Well, you can say it's not the best move, but you're in the championship game. So maybe it was it the best move there. for you.
1: Yeah, it got me there.
0: That's the thing with fantasy, man. You know, and then they have all these projections and shit. They change every week. I remember when I... Come draft night, I was projected to finish eighth. Yeah. And now I'm project and now I finished first and now I'm here. It's just you never know with fantasy. It's just it's so fun, but yet it's so aggravating at the same time. You
1: yeah, know, it's a it's a whole different thing with fantasy. Like that's what I was trying to explain to Kendall, like I was saying, it was her first season playing. I'm like, you can have such a good team and it can go it can go down. Like you were saying, you're supposed to finish eighth. I'm looking now, and I was projected to finish third in the in the league, and I finished sixth, which isn't horrible because, like, again, look where I am now. But um, I have one friend. He had a he had an amazing team. Was supposed to finish first in the league. Finished eighth, and it's just like it, it's it,
0: all just it's a crapshoot. Just like in you know in drafts and sports too. You know, it's such a crapshoot.
1: Yeah, and like I'll even like, I'll go and look at that friend's Roster, or not even His roster, like, hold on, let me see if I can find The standings for it
0: Because like, um, if you think of it, the top fantasy players this year Would probably be Cooper Cup Jonathan Taylor Um Maybe Rogers Um, Josh Allen There's a lot of players And usually you find one Of those players on a Fantasy championship team So, I mean, I guess, yeah, De- Debo, you know, going back to Debo, this is the Debo-heavy show, clearly, and um, he he was good this – I think he averaged double-digit points every week. The weeks that he played, the, the two weeks that he was gone, obviously, different, but
1: – At this point, I think Debo's paying you to talk about him, dude.
0: <laughs> we're on the on a D-low on that, but – um that, that's the thing you, you just kind of have to ride the hot hand on certain players to matchups it's it, it's like really it's like a job sometimes like yeah you're only putting you're only winning like 250 bucks or anything but it's still it's just like it brings a competitive edge especially out of me
1: when you think about it too it's like okay so 25 dollars to put in isn't a lot when you think about it like you're like okay whatever but then when you think about like what it turns into with everyone's dollars, exactly. like geez like that's like half my rent that i pay
0: <laughs> well i was in three leagues this year one was 50 a hand 30 a hand and then hours 25 a hand the 50 a hand one i finished five and nine oh, that's not good.
1: <laughs>
0: the 30 a hand uh i'm 10 and five number oh. one seed in that one too and then 10 and four in this one so like You know, when you put money in, you're more invested. And because I remember starting first, I never did money leagues. And then it just kind of doesn't bring the fun to me anymore. Like I have to kind of be in a money league.
1: I did one money league before this. So this is my second money league I played. My first money league was, I want to say 2017. And it was so bad. Like, I had such a good team, but everyone was getting injured. Odell, I think, tore yep. his ACL. Yeah, and
0: Odell, I, yeah, I think he – I don't think it was his ACL. I think it was his ankle because that was the year the Giants went 3-13, and and that was so bad.
1: He tore something, broke something, something yeah. like that. In, like, week four. And like, yeah, and it was, like, so bad, and then – Somebody else got injured. It got to the point that I changed my fantasy team name to the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> I don't know how bad it was! It was just going downhill. I think I went like I think I won like four games that season. I was like, was I that was the
0: year the Browns too. went zero and sixteen though?
1: Two thousand seventeen.
0: I think so. Oh, so I mean, it was fitting.
1: Yeah. So it was like it was just a such a bad year. I remember texting my cousin. I was like, I will never pay to play again. Like nothing. And then like you say that was,
0: in the heat like, of the moment, but then it's just like. Man, it just makes it more interesting.
1: Yeah, it took me like four or five years to be like, no, what I want to, I, I enjoy it enough. I've gotten better at it. Like,
0: that's the thing because I, was cause I, I was, I remember my first fantasy draft. I didn't really know anything, and I did it with a bunch of my friends. And I, I, I remember. I think I had Mike Wall. I think I um, auto drafted. I remember this though. My friend really screwed me, and. Um, so I had Mike Wallace, and he had Matt Castle, who was starting for the Chiefs then. And Matt. And he gave me Matt Castle for Mike Wallace, and I didn't realize until a week later. And I'm, like, thinking back now, I'm like, I would never do that now. I know so much more now than I did then.
1: Yeah. It's just, dude, it's like fantasy for me started out as just, I just wanted to play, you know? Like- yeah. Like, I'll tell you, I think the first year I ever played fantasy football, I drafted Mark Sanchez as my starting quarterback because the Jets were actually decent.
0: Oh, he, and, hey, well, he was a decent fantasy quarterback or even a good quarterback.
1: That's what I'm saying. So then you think of it, it's like, dude, it's just like at that time, I think I would, I drafted, like, Mark Sanchez, and then I had, like, the Jets' defense. But, like, in retrospect, at the time, the Jets' defense was pretty good. Yeah. They all and, like, It was like, but you know, I was like one of those like I'm only drafting Jets players. Then I kind of get more knowledge on like everything and all that.
0: I mean, I like I told I told you in the pre, um, I had a rule coming into this year for years, I will never draft or pick up any Cowboy or Eagle players just because I despise those two teams. But this year, I, I had more of like a competitive thinking. I'm like, you know what, if one of them can if one of their players could help me might as well and I end up picking up their two tight ends Dallas Goddard and uh, Dalton Schultz so you know sometimes I guess you just got to let that be your hatred for other teams and just think about it in a competitive way especially with the money lie. leagues
1: I won't lie I think in one of my leagues I don't know if it was ours or the other league I was in I dra- I picked up Mac Jones Okay, because I was like, I'm gonna ride the Mac Jones train. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. But then I ended up just dropping him because I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. But like, I know, like, I think two leagues ago, I drafted Tom Brady as my starting QB. And
0: oh, so it was last like year him. in New England where he wasn't as good?
1: Yeah, probably. And it was just like horrible.
0: Yeah, because, and now if you have Brady, it's like pretty good. That was why I drafted Godwin. I'm like, I, I know they're going to be so much better this year. And Godwin yeah. was doing so great, and then the fucking Saints had to hurt him.
1: Didn't you take two QBs?
0: I picked Josh Allen. No, I, I picked one. Josh Allen I've been kind of riding with all year. I, I forgot who I started during the bye week, but basically I've been riding Josh Allen all year.
1: I know someone in our league drafted two QBs back-to-back and. In- I was like and it was like you can't do, you can't
0: do that in a PPR.
1: Yeah, I don't know. You, you can't like,
0: draft you quarterbacks do? in a PPR, like like back to back. Like obviously you have to get a quarterback, but
1: Yeah. Like my cousin has taught me one thing and like my cousin plays a lot. That's going back to what we were talking about before with the pay leagues. Um he's actually in one league where he paid a, I think he's telling me he paid like a hundred dollars to be in it. And Oh, there's
0: some yeah. real there's some real leagues.
1: Yeah, like like he's like he's really good at what he does and like he's like he's good with money and that's one thing like i love about my cousin like he's taught me like a lot and um but like moral of the story here is sent me a text and goes as much as i want to beat you this week because this was like the last round before um this past week it's like as much as i want to beat you this week i need aaron Rodgers to go off because of my big money league yeah and then That's also Reyes
0: another played, problem I think that we always run into when we have multiple leagues.
1: Yeah, because I, I can tell you there's been times I'm like, even when I played you, I was like, I don't want Josh Allen to go off because I don't have him in this league. But I was like, I need him to go off in my other league.
0: It, it's yeah, it, You just find yourself constantly, I, I don't know how to put it, just constantly thinking about like, oh, like, do I really want, I, I don't know. It, it's just kind of hard to explain.
1: Yeah, I was just like with that. I I was taunting him. I was like, "Dude, do you see what you made him do?" Because I like that week he put up. Let's see. He uh, it was a it was a pretty good week for him and Jones. It was he put up nineteen points, which isn't a big deal. Um, actually, hold on. I could be wrong. No, round week one he put up twenty three points. Sorry. Three point eighty two points, and Aaron Jones put up fifteen, which is a big number for Aaron Jones' lately. this year. Yeah, if we're and talking about Aaron
0: Jones last year and the year before, that's a little different.
1: Yeah, so I'm texting my cousin like, dude, you see what it made him do? And then like, I would tell him like, discount, double check. Discount double check. <laughs> <laughs> and he's sending me middle finger emojis. And I was like, do you think do you think you can get a State Farm discount? <laughs> like I was just like being I was being a ass, but um. Yeah, that's one thing. Like, I enjoyed having my cousin in this league. I, I enjoyed having friends in this league that I actually knew. Like, those people I liked it was like, hey, come yeah. play in my league and stuff. Like, especially starting my first pay league. Like, I had people I can talk trash to. Like, especially you, Tim, my cousin. I was able to go at it. There was – my second game was against Kendall. Uh,
0: so, you're, like, your own it. your own girlfriend.
1: Yeah, she didn't want to talk to me. And that was week two, and I beat her – what was the for? I don't know how to find that score. Um,
0: yeah, yeah the, the app could be some navigating.
1: Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers put up twenty six points. Cook put up sixteen. Montgomery ten. It was like Schuster sixteen when he was good. McManus put up thirteen, and I like beat her by like thirty points. I think.
0: You know, you got to shout out some kickers. Some kickers really for fan are just perfect for fantasy.
1: See, I miss, I miss McManus. I think I'm
0: gonna have to put up a lost poster with Boswell. <laughs> lost, lost, uh, Brandon McManus. Yeah, like, Not like I'm this. This here. past week, I started the kicker for the Bengals, uh, McPherson. Uh, just I, I don't know, just because the Bengals put up points, whether it's field goals or extra points, uh, I look at that. I look at kickers as a strategy too.
1: I mean, dude, Bos- Boswell though was
0: well because the Steelers' offense is so. I don't... The Steelers are just so weird to me.
1: See, though, he was a fluke because last week, here's what makes me mad: because I thought about dropping him because I was like, "There's a good, there's a good uh, kicker on the on the um, on the horizon." You know, he was sitting in the market, and I was like, "I'll pick him up." Boswell decides to put fourteen points up. I'm like, all right, here comes Boswell. Like, when it matters, Boswell's coming. No. It was a fluke. Homeboy put up three points this week. I was ready to cry. I was like, Well, on the
0: you also should right? have looked at the matchup. They're going up against Kansas City. Not Now, I not, not Kansas kid. City's defense is anything to ride home about. Exactly. But just the but Steelers' offense is not good.
1: I just needed him to get downfield and kick a field goal.
0: No, I... I I, I get it. I get the thinking too.
1: 50 That's all I needed.
0: I mean my my week one kicker was Young Haig who. And I dropped him and I've been going through kickers left and right. I think I had suck up for the Bucks. Um now I have McPherson. I think I I've had a couple kickers. So like whatever gives me the competitive edge.
1: Yeah. You know? Like I texted you on onto the Kansas City defense. I was like, dude, do I take Miami or Kansas City. You had
0: to go Miami. I can't. I can't trust Kansas City. Like yeah, they've been so playing my, better, but fantasy wise, it's not a good look. Yeah, and then was, you, for you to go get ahead. Miami going up against Ian Book. Yeah, it made all the sense in the world from a competitive standpoint.
1: Yeah. So I took like like I took Miami. Put up twenty two points. Great. Awesome. Needed it. I actually really didn't need it because. I was looking like I think I messaged you today or yesterday, and I was like, even if my friend would have started a running back or somebody instead of Eckler, he would have still lost. I think I think
0: a lot of these leagues change that. Like when you have a player, like I mean, I think they do. They're like, oh, a player, a player in your starting lineup, blah blah blah, is going to be outscored by someone on your bench. But they should do that more. So when people forget, because it's just uh, uh, then you almost feel like it's not fair.
1: But then, uh, like I said, I thought about messaging him, but then I was like, dude, if I message him, you know, like I'm not looking at I'm looking at it as that was maybe a dirty move. But also, though, it's competitor. What yeah. have done the same to me? That's like, that's he, the you know, thing
0: with this, especially in if it was like a freebie league. I think people will be like, oh, eh, whatever. But in money leagues, it's it's such a different animal.
1: Yeah. I'm just like, I'm not going to I'm not going to correct him for his mess up because, you know, what if. Like I said, you never know. Eckler could have – he might have thought Eckler was coming back that game yeah. somehow, might have cleared COVID protocol. Or, like, he puts – I think he has his backup, Josh Jacobs. and Josh Jacobs puts up, like, 40 points yeah. that game. Like, you know, I don't want to be the person to do that. No, I, mean, I know. I didn't, when I picked up Jones, I didn't even expect Jones to put up as much points as he did.
0: But no, I did. I did. I had Ronald Jones as my running back last year. I know what he's capable of.
1: Yeah, so I picked him up, and I was like, "I'll pick him up." I expected at least like ten points. He got like fifteen. And, yeah, he yeah, had like fifteen or sixteen. And I was like, "Okay, nice, nice, I'll
0: take it." Ah, it's just such a such a crapshoot, man. It's such a crapshoot. Yeah, uh, a but one. I'm very excited to play you. I cannot believe I made the championship ten and four with all these injuries. I'm here. I'm here, baby.
1: Seven, seven, seven. 7-7104. You had, had, had 11 trades, 62 acquisitions.
0: Yes. So it all goes down starting Sunday at 1.
1: Yeah.
0: And We're then ending the Monday.
1: Cuz there's no thir- there's Monday? no
0: Thursday or Saturday game this week. So it's all Sunday, Monday.
1: Yeah. It's going to be a it's going to be wild, dude.
0: It's going to be wild and I am going to be very glued to my phone that day.
1: See, Sunday Sunday I'll be at the I'll be at the Saints game. So well, you, still, you should still
0: be glued to your phone.
1: That's what I'm saying. It's gonna be rough and Cameron's gonna be like, I paid $150 per ticket for you to sit here on your phone. Hell
0: yeah, she did. It's hey, fantasy be... championship, baby.
1: If I win my championship, I'll give you my one fifty.
0: Exactly.
1: If not, I'll give you... The I'll 25
0: you, and then I'll just start a payment plan. You know, like,
1: I need $10 for gas.
0: <laughs> or you could just do a payment plan, like, listen, I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: here's my <here's> 25 <laughs> But, um, yeah,
0: but uh, so, it goes down this Sunday, the Oval offense against the Florida football team.
1: Yeah, I might change my logo, you know, gotta yeah. switch
0: it. Well, I mean, mine, mine's just an F. Uh,
1: mine's a, uh, I think it's... I think Donald it's Trump
0: uh, Trump. I think it's the Jaguars logo. as Trump,
1: <laughs> dude. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, original logo. It's probably the best the logo. Night. Yeah, draft night. Right, I'm sitting down. I already had my team name picked. My original logo was Donald Trump as the Washington Redskins logo.
0: Oh boy, <laughs> if
1: you wanted to, if you wanted
0: to trigger people,
1: yeah kind kind of my thing there was like you know Washington the like oval offense like yeah. Washington themed sounds great in my head it was it was an awesome logo and then i saw the jacksonville one and just the face of the jaguar with like the the puckered lips that <laughs> trump does and all that stuff. i i so think
0: i think i'll um i'm going to post that as a um as a promo for this
1: it's a it's a great logo but i thought about changing my Thought about changing my name to Taxonville. <laughs> Taxonville Offense. But I was like, nah, the, the Oval Offense. I've been good. Florida
0: football team for two years, kind of just to make fun of the whole Washington football team. So. Yeah, like
1: I, like I told you, my original team name, dude, I, I was prepared to go in as the Connecticut Cervix Busters. You <laughs> ready? logo down to man. <laughs> I mean, all of a sudden, ESPN has an issue with it. <laughs> Well, you but know they what? Like, they
0: have to realize that when you get a bunch of fucking dudes together in a fantasy league, there's going to be some weird ass names. So, saying,
1: like, my cousin's allowed to have old ass Frank Gore. As Frank Gore team. is
0: old, though. So, there's yeah. truth in that.
1: Exactly. But I can't have Connecticut. You know,
0: you saw, oh, yeah, you saw Frank Gore get his ass beat live.
1: Dude, that was embarrassing. I can, t- I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now. I was very excited to go to this match. I I, I don't excited. know
0: why, because Jake Paul is a fucking tool.
1: See, that's my thing. It's, I'll give you a little backstory. Growing up, like I, I liked Logan Paul. Logan Paul was a cool dude. Kind of enjoyed his videos. I enjoy his podcast more. Now I like that type of stuff. But like I remember I was in college just looking for something dumb to do. And uh, Jake Paul was coming to New York for a pop-up shop. So was like okay, cool. So I go to all the way to New York for absolutely no reason. Not a fan, nothing. I just wanted to go just to go. Met Jake Paul. Thought it was freaking cool. I was like, yo, yeah, I just met Jake Paul. dude. Watched a couple videos. I was like, I hate this dude. <laughs> One thing though, I always say this. Like people are like, why do you like the Paul brothers? I'm like, I don't really like the Paul brothers. Like I said, I like Logan Paul, but that's like indifferent thing. Like I don't really follow him that much anymore. But I like their strategy they're 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 my age, our well, age no they know
0: how to market i'll give them that but
1: that's what i'm saying it's like they have the, the marketing skills like if you would have told me like youtube boxing would be drawing in so much money like the original fight with like logan paul and ksi like drew in x amount of dollars and now you got jake paul fighting non-boxers but like selling out arenas like i walked into tampa and i was like this place is sold out this is crazy
0: Frank Gore fought Darren Williams. Yeah, Darren Williams, who was a good point guard, and Frank Gore is, you know, I made a joke that Frank Gore really must not want to remember his name because he already had so many hits to the head in football. Oh, might as well just do boxing.
1: At that point, though, that's what I'm saying is like you got people like Frank Gore, like why? And like I can understand you got like Jake Paul, young kid. He still has whole his whole life of, around him. His career was making YouTube videos, yeah. And like now he's going to something cool. Like, all right, that's 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 normal. Like you're still trying to figure out life. We got Frank Gore, forty years old, coming out. The crowd goes wild, dude.
0: How was like, the atmosphere I, in that?
1: That was like that was that got more of a pump, I think, than the matches before it. In the matches, like even Jake Paul's match, like there was not that big of a pump. As soon as they said fighting out of Miami, Florida, Frank Gore, the crowd went absolutely berserk.
0: Well, probably because of the F- Florida aspect too. He was a hurricane, yeah. and
1: you got people ch- you got people chanting like Gore, Gore, and it was like cool. And then you got Darren Williams comes out, people booing him. Like I'm like I forgot this dude even existed. Like,
0: well, that's dude. probably why he did it too. Be like, yeah, how do people forget me, Darren Williams? I had a Darren Williams jersey, a Brooklyn Nets jersey, so I liked Darren Williams when he played. But, That's again, I, I forgot about him a little bit, too. I'll, I won't lie. What I'm
1: saying. It's like I, knew, I knew who he was. I remember him. But I'm not, I'm not sitting at my house being like, dude, could you imagine if Darren Williams came back to the NBA? Like, I've never once said that because I forgot all about Darren Williams. Exactly. Himself. So he comes out. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm so excited. That was kind of the main reason I went to this match. As much as I kind of wanted... I was on the fence. I kind of wanted to see Jake Paul get knocked out, but also kind of wanted to see Jake Paul knock out Tyron I, Woodley I mean,
0: just, just shout out shout out to you that you even spent the money to go see that because I do not want to give a single cent to anything Jake Paul does.
1: That's what I'm saying. It was like one of those things. Like, here's my thing. I'll admit. I pirated the original boxing matches. Like, his first couple of boxing matches, I did not spend anything.
0: Well, because why would you?
1: Yeah, I would just go on to the thing. All of a sudden, he punched, and then all of a sudden, the website crashes because everyone's trying to get on. Exactly. Because
0: that's what everyone does.
1: Yeah. So I constantly kept refreshing. And then it got to a point, I was like, I kind of want to watch this one. I don't want to spend $60 for a pay per view to watch by myself. And we spent about the same amount on tickets, give or take.
0: Yeah. And it was in Tampa, right? Where the Lightning played.
1: Yeah. So it was like, it was a pretty cool thing. Like, I went, but like, back to the, um, the frank gore story dude he gets this whole chant i'm thinking frank gore is about to knock out darren williams i'm like dude if you got the crowd behind you if you don't go in there and within the first two minutes knock this man out just just to go for the crowd to go crazy dude all of a sudden i see frank gore trying to tackle the guy (laughs) he's going for the legs i'm like this is not wrestling and then I'm like, it was getting so bad. He'd bend down, and Darren Williams is just swinging.
0: Oh, like, I, that was that was what I saw. He, yeah. like, he, Williams had a nice hook on him.
1: Yeah, and that arm just extends. Then you got Frank Gore like doing this. All of a sudden, Frank Gore flies out of the ring, and I'm like, dude, this is a, they looked this like, like a they'd be
0: in two different weight classes too. So that kind of shocked me as well.
1: Yeah, I think I think. I want to say one of them. I don't remember who was like ten pounds heavier or something, but they look like totally different.
0: I, I mean, I th- the thing I will give them credit, the Paul brothers credit for, is they made celebrity boxing really a thing, and they're revitalizing boxing.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like as much as I want, they're able, tools,
0: but I'll give them credit for that.
1: Exactly. That's what I was telling like everybody. Like, like I have coworkers and friends. They were like, "Why are you going?" I'm like, "Dude, just think about how cool it is. Like, I'm going and I'm gonna be like, when Frank Gore is announced into either the Hall of Fame or like something, like whatever, you know, I'll be like Yo, I saw Frank Gore lose to Darren Williams in a boxing match.' <laughs> like, you know, and like I'll I'll be the first to admit if Jake Paul is to fight because I know Le'Veon Bell has been chirping if. Jake Paul was to fight Le'Veon Bell. I'd be the first one to buy a ticket on pre-sale, like I did this. I think I would.
0: I still, I wouldn't spend a penny, but I would probably pirate it just to see Jake Paul probably get his ass knocked. But
1: that's what what I'm saying. Like I was, as soon as I saw Frank Gordo was fighting in this match, I set my alerts for uh, Ticketmaster for the pre-sale. Got a text saying pre-sale tickets are available. I bought them at work. So you were ready? Yeah, I was ready, dude. I was like prepared. I wanted Frank Gordon to knock his ass out.
0: Yeah, well, you didn't get the result you wanted.
1: No, and I got a Jake Paul win. Pretty dope. The whole crowd just went nuts, bro. I mean, yeah, I
0: guess it was a cool experience for you. It's just It wouldn't be my cup of tea just to see him. That That's my thing. But
1: Yeah, it was just it was a cool thing. A little, like I said, it was like whatever we paid for our tickets wasn't bad. Just to go.
0: Yeah, I mean, at least you didn't break the bank. But
1: yeah I spent I spent more on gas getting there than I did
0: yeah I mean but hey it was something you wanted to do it's just that's not my that's not my thing
1: yeah but
0: that wraps up episode 30 Thank you sir also no also want to say rest in peace to the great John Madden
1: oh dude yeah that's that was rough I saw that I called called my dad he's like oh really? tell Kendall, she's like, is that the guy
0: Madden's name?" Yeah, th- yep, that's the exact reactions that I got from certain people, but yeah, like, so, you know, we grew up with Madden really on the video game aspect, I remember him doing some broadcasts too, but yeah. a lot of our parents and older, you know, people will remember him as a coach and everything I remember him for the really good Madden video games back then the Madden video games have kinda went downhill a little bit you know, yeah. but when he was at the peak, those Madden games were awesome.
1: I was going to say, I think it was Madden 98 I had for a PS1, I think. Or Madden 99, one of them. And I played my brother Dylan all the time in it. And Dylan did not catch the aspect that you have to run toward your touchdown, not towards your opponent. So yeah, I was yeah. Constantly getting, constantly getting safeties off of him.
0: Well, <laughs> once, once you get the simple aspects down of football, it's pretty fun.
1: Yeah, like my, all of a sudden my kicker's running. Because, you know, like, you're trying to uh, stop him. Like, after you kick the ball off, my whole defense is running, and he just turns around. And yep. And gives me I remember
0: Madden, I think it was Madden 04 or 05, Michael Vick, just being the fastest motherfucker in that game.
1: Dude, we were also talking about Madden 09 when he was a cover athlete, and they had Madden
0: Yeah, the Madden, the Madden Rewind. If anyone remembers Madden Rewind, please tell me, because that was the stupidest shit ever. Yeah, that was. But you know what? besides the negative aspects of the madden game thank you for the madden games john madden rest in peace prayers to their family a legend this was a great episode now wish us luck in the fantasy championship way the best man win
1: absolutely let's go oval offense
0: oh and let's go florida football team all right everybody keep on listening and have a good one